today on CityCast Houston. It's almost Thanksgiving, y'all. Today, I am talking with producers Farrell Gibbs and Dina Kesba about how they celebrate Thanksgiving, which is kind of a strange holiday in Houston, a city that doesn't really stand on tradition. What are they cooking? What are they eating? How did they even learn to cook it? And a reminder, this is our only show this week because we are, in fact, celebrating Thanksgiving. It's Tuesday, November 23rd, 2021. I'm Lisa Gray, and this is CityCast Houston. Dina, Farrell, how are y'all? Hey! Doing great. (laughs) Thanks for having us on. It is Thanksgiving week, and I know that y'all are getting ready. So, going to be a lot of cooking. What are y'all planning to do this year for Thanksgiving? What are you going to cook? Dina, let's start with you. Ooh, okay. (laughs) There's a lot on the menu this year. And I have to say, it's a little less traditional than what you would find on tables across the U.S. Like, we're not going to do the whole turkey, mac and cheese, and mashed potatoes. Okay, let's back up. You are, Mm -hmm. where are you? I am at my sister's house in Charlottesville, Virginia. So that's also new because we typically spend it every year in Houston. So that's the first thing that's new, (laughs) not being in our city. And then the second thing is the whole menu is a bit different. Um, Typically, we would do like a turkey just because it's like symbolic. And then we'll also have the lamb on the side. But everyone always gravitates toward the lamb. (laughs) The lamb. Okay, now back up. Why lamb? (laughs) Yeah. So being Muslim and Palestinian, lamb has been like at the center of our lives religiously and culturally. You know, we have a whole holiday, Eid al-Adha, that's about slaughtering a lamb. And that holiday essentially is just like honors the willingness of Prophet Ibrahim to sacrifice his son Ismail as an act of obedience to God's command. So like right before Prophet Ibrahim was to sacrifice his son, God had switched his son to a lamb. And so he ended up sacrificing the lamb. And so every year, while we have a holiday dedicated to the lamb, we just now always cook it whenever there's like a huge dinner gathering or like the family's getting together, you roast the lamb. Even Thanksgiving. Even Thanksgiving, which I know is bizarre. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's not the turkey we're all excited about. It's the lamb. Even though we always have it, (laughs) we're still always excited. (laughs) So, Farrell, what about you? What are you doing this year? Well, uh, I hate to admit this, but we haven't quite decided yet. My wife goes to vet school at at A&M and... uh, we haven't really chosen. We think we're going to do the turkey and like the traditional meal. Here's a problem. We moved from Hempstead where we had a farm right outside of Houston hmm. and we had this great gas stove and we had a great oven. And now that we're college students again, we have very, I, I don't want my landlord to hear this, but terrible appliances. And the oven, I have burned <laughs> so many things in the oven. So we're a little bit worried we're going to burn the turkey, but we might actually smoke a turkey. So I I am almost always the one who cooks the turkey. Um, This year, we usually have old family friends over. So my post-college roommate and her family, Mm -hmm. they come over. They're good cooks. We're decent. We all, like, (laughs) put things together. And it is usually this festival of food exclusions. So we've got vegetarians. (laughs) My son has celiac disease, so it's Mm. gluten-free. We have dairy intolerance. We have people who just don't like things. (laughs) So that's always the excitement to navigate 
Um, so like one of my sort of Houston traditional side dishes that I often pick up is this very, I guess it's become a tradition, spinach and corn um, tamales from Berry Hill Baja Grill, which they go really well, weirdly, with turkey. You know, it's kind of a spicy dish. It's kind of a dressing. <laughs> Not really. I don't have to cook it. They're ready. I just have to heat it up. Nice. <laughs> yeah. This other family, they're gardeners, and I garden some, and so we usually try to have something that we've grown ourselves on the table. Uh, this year, I think the weird thing I'm going to have will be something called Roselle. It's hmm. Sometimes it's called Florida cranberry. It's this like plant that's really common all around the world. It looks like hibiscus. If you've had uh, agua frescas at Mexican restaurants, jamaica, the bright red ones, are made from Roselle. And so I'm going to go pick these little red calyxes and chop them up and see whether they really are like cranberries. Ooh, so, that sounds very on a garden yeah. of you, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's me, baby. Barefoot Contessa all the way. Well, we're coming to your house then for, for Thanksgiving. The, the, the decision has been I made. I know. So many different things. <laughs> yeah. So like Thanksgiving's this traditional thing. And often it's usually includes like some dishes like Dina, you were talking about the lamb that mm. we learned f to cook from our families. But also like so much of the way that lots of us cook is new. And mm -hmm. so I was interested. How did you guys learn how to cook? Where did you get it? And so Dina, let's start with you. Yeah. Um, Do you cook I exactly like your parents? I wish. <laughs> like, my mom's <laughs> such a great cook. Like, even if she gives me a play-by-play, -play, it just still doesn't come out the same way. And I don't know what it is. So I'm just like, I give up on trying to mimic my mom's cooking. <laughs> I do my best. But I feel like it's evolved. At first, it was like Tumblr, where people would post their recipes and start their little blogs. And then it kind of went to Pinterest when everyone was having all these boards. In college, it was such a big thing where you would create a board for every little thing, like nails, hair, <laughs> shoes, clothes, outfits, and then there's food, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so it's like so you a beautiful food. Beautiful food. Oh, my God. It looks so aesthetic and pretty. But then in reality, that's not what it looks like when you try it. So I'm like, what the heck are these people doing that makes it look so pretty? <laughs> and then there's TikTok. Yes. Oh, my God. TikTok has changed everything. Like, I cannot believe that people learn to cook from TikTok. Yes. Uh -huh. So many people I follow that are just making it easy for any person to cook. And it's like simple so, steps. What is something you've learned to cook from TikTok? Oh, my God. There's this one older gentleman <laughs> that I follow and because it's like everyone you think is like young on TikTok but that's not the case uh -huh. and he makes this thing that's like an appetizer where you literally buy the frozen puff pastry and you get onions balsamic glaze brown sugar and you like caramelize them on a stove and then you put it on the puff pastry with like some cream cheese and pop it in the oven and it comes out so delicious and puffy and crispy and flaky it just got that like sweetness and saltiness oh I've I feel like I'm salivating just talking about it. <laughs> yeah, we're going to your house for Thanksgiving. <laughs> All right, Farrell, what about you? How did you learn to cook? My wife taught me, and my mom is a great cook like Dina's, but my <laughs> wife taught me. And the trick here is that I would go to her, and I don't know how to cook a lot of things, but the few things she has granted me to cook, I cook well. And I would go and I would say, how do you make this homemade pizza crust? Or how do you make this particular dish? And then I would type out, you know, all of the different ratios. It's a 
tablespoon of salt or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Well, she told me at the beginning, when you're really good, you don't use a recipe. So, But anyway, my wife is the killer cook around here. I learned to cook some stuff like that from my grandmother, who was like an old school Southern cook, everything in either Crisco or bacon fat. Yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> and, you know. <laughs> You know, you cook those vegetables into submission. I didn't know you could eat a crunchy vegetable. I thought they might be toxic when I was a kid. Um, and then my mom was like a very different kind of cook. She grew up on a farm, and she was really thrilled to move away from it. So, like, she loved cooking things that came in boxes from the store, like craft spaghetti dinner, craft macaroni and cheese. And then when I went moved away to college, I wanted to, like, try some of these ethnic foods I was tasting in Houston, and, mm. and I wanted to learn spices. Garlic. Oh, my God. Garlic oh, was so my exciting. God. <laughs> and so I would go and, like, buy cookbooks from the college bookstore, and I still have some of them. And you can tell which recipes are really good because those are the ones where the pages got stained <laughs> and the book opens to them automatically. Oh, wow. I love that. Okay. Cooking disasters. I'm going to go first because this is almost a tradition at my house. (laughs) I always forget to serve at least one dish, sometimes more. They get left with a towel over them in some corner of the kitchen or in the refrigerator in the back or something. (laughs) And it's very sad. (laughs) So what about you guys? Cooking disasters. Farrell, you go. I I don't have a disaster. Because everyone that I've married into or, and everyone in my family, they're all, it's like perfect. It's like I'm around a bunch of Ina Gartens or something, but. They, but oh. oh, he is earning points with I'm the being, family. I'm, yes, promise. he is. Plugging it in. We know what you're doing, Farrell. We're on to you. Right before yeah. holiday. The, the, the one disaster I can think of is all of us living by the sea with Thanksgiving. Somebody made um, oyster dressing. I don't know if you've ever had it. But imagine cornbread dressing okay. married up with raw oysters or the flavor of that. Raw. And it tastes um, as terrible as you would think that it does. <laughs> and I'm just now revealing this right now. Oh it God. was uh, unbearably bad. So I think they probably agree with me, yeah. but, um, you know, they would probably wouldn't admit it like I am. Wow. The honesty. <laughs> All right. I appreciate it. Dina? You know, one of like my favorite desserts is like a coffee cake. And my favorite part is the crumble part, like, or whatever that is on top. And I thought when I made it, I thought I'd make more of it to like, let me have extra crumble because that's the best part. And I didn't realize at the time, it was early on into learning how to cook, that there's a significant difference between unsalted butter and salted butter, and that you typically bake with the unsalted one except I baked with the salted one. (laughs) So the second everyone took a bite into it, it was pure salt instead of any sort of hint of sweetness. And then seeing everybody spit it out at once, I was like, what the heck? That's just rude. (laughs) And then I was like, what's wrong? And they're like, what the hell did you put in it? And so I took a bite and I was like, oh, this is bad. (laughs) This is like biting a spoonful of salt. (laughs) It was such a sad day got thrown away (laughs) all right we like to end with recommendations so what do you guys have have you like seen or heard any houston-y thing that's making you happy right now i mean i I was gonna say you know this this isn't necessarily 
Houston centric, but on the same recipes thing, uh, there is a great website that I have used for the past few years to make people really happy on Thanksgiving. And it's called Breadtopia. I went there to get a sourdough recipe, which was great. It's for beginners. And so I was making sourdough over and over again. And I kept going back to this website and they had something called whole wheat croissants that everyone was talking about. And I make these things, it's full of butter. It's like little butter vessels and they're just so light and crispy and they're really not that hard to make. And so anyway, something great for Thanksgiving is if you want to go to Breadtopia and make their whole wheat croissants or their bread croissants. I mean, or you can put white. Their whole wheat croissants. But with, but white, with flour, white flour. And people will talk about <laughs> it for years and they'll think that you're actually a really good cook. Wow. Mine's a very simple one. If you go to your local HEB and you go to their drink yeah. section, they have this like carbonated prickly pear drink. It is so delicious. And it's like their central market brand. It's like the fancy little sodas. Uh-huh. Exactly. The fancy little soda. And get the prickly pear. All right. So my my like favorite cheat for when I'm having people over is like to stop by Phoenicia and pick up Ooh. their like uh their dips. There is a red pepper dip that I just love, love, love. They've got, you know, things like tabbouleh and hummus. Mm-hmm. Olives, you know, you pick that stuff up, you like put it in a pretty bowl and it looks like you worked. Oh my God. Lisa, you should just come over to my house for Thanksgiving. (laughs) I want to come to your house for Thanksgiving. That's all you got to do. You don't even have to go to Phoenicia. (laughs) (laughs) So before we let you go, Farrell, tell us the news. Well, I can't tell you the news, but I can tell you a piece of news. How about that? I saw something today to go along with all the supply chain issues that everybody's dealing with trying to shop for Thanksgiving. I thought this was timely, but I saw a story that encourages Texans to buy Christmas trees as early as they can. Demand is heating up. They say that supply issues are going to affect the Christmas tree industry as well. And that if you wait too late, you will not get a live tree a week out from Christmas. So... Kind of troubling. Sorry to be a downer. Sorry to be Grinch-like, but I figured get everybody around here ready to go out and get this thing done early. That's it for today. Reminder, we are off for Thanksgiving. Follow us wherever you get your podcasts. Give us stars. And when people ask what you're grateful for, tell them CityCast Houston. Talk to you Tuesday. It was fun. <laughs> Definitely. It was awesome. <laughs> this Good. was so much fun. Easier than actually working. <laughs>